The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a bet the underdog special. Bettors are going to receive a $25 free bet for every $50 that you win on wagers on dogs greater than plus 300. That's a free $25 bet on top of your winnings. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use that promo code SGP on your first deposit. You're going to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with just one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your chance to win $3,000 in the D-Gen dance is on the line. Driver, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. This is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez, And as always, we are bringing you the action from the NASCAR track. And boy, we got a good one. Cody, four races, four different winners. Are, are we having fun yet? How can you not be having fun? I mean, I don't want to be more excited every week, but I think I keep getting more excited. Every week, it's like, it just gets better, man. I, how are they doing this? I I wish I could. I mean, if they change the car, I mean, okay, I, I'm flustered because I'm trying to think if they would have changed the car a couple of years ago, would it have been this exciting? But I mean, maybe, but it just feels like this has taken NASCAR to a level that still keeps it close to its roots, but brings it more, I think, accessible and more fun to watch as a fan. Yeah, agreed. I think, I mean... Man, I, to be honest with you, I was scared about this new car, and I think a lot of the drivers and fans were because NASCAR has done some stuff in the past that it's like, what were you thinking there, you know? And nobody knew what to expect, and you still don't know what to expect, but it's a good thing. Like, man, it, it's just it's been so exciting. It's been great racing, different winners. I mean, we're seeing these guys have to drive the cars. It's everything all in one, and it's just been incredible and now you're i mean not to jump too far ahead but now you're gonna go to what's basically a brand new track that nobody has any clue what to expect like let's go bring it on i'm excited 
pleasantly surprised, I think, is, is how I would encapsulate my feelings on this season. I Again, none of us knew what to expect. And me, like kind of getting back into the sport full-fledged last season, uh, it just basically set me up for, I think, one of the most exciting times I've had watching NASCAR in a while. Because just like you said, none of us know what's going to happen from week to week. And it's not... The thing is, is that w- when the cautions were coming out early, I thought, oh, man, this is going to be ridiculous. We may be watching a ton of caution laps, and that's not what everybody wants to watch. So, But I-, I feel like now, a couple more races into this, yeah, we're still seeing some caution laps. Yeah, we're still seeing some getting to know the... But I've seen some stuff, and I mean, let's just jump right into last week. Uh, Cody, I know you've been watching this a long, long, long time. Have you seen the type of race we saw in Phoenix where these guys were fanning out four, five, six, seven, I mean, 32 wide in some cases. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, ever since they did redo the track, like flip the turns a couple years ago, and that seems to have really opened it up to allow that. But yeah, I mean, on those last restarts, some of those moves we saw where those guys were just slip sliding all over. And yeah, I mean... It's it's just been so good. I I don't know what else to say other than it's been amazing. I mean, it's definitely something we haven't seen in a long time. It used to be you'd go into a weekend, okay, we know Kyle Larson's going to be good. We know Kyle Busch is going to be good. Chase Elliott's going to be up there. You kind of have these four, five, six guys. They're going to be the top runners, and now it's, you know, Ross Chastain's battling up there, and Chase Briscoe's grabbing a win. And, I mean, we just didn't see – there was different points in the race where different guys looked great. Blaney, my guy, looked amazing for a while. Then it was like, wow, this is Chase Elliott's race to lose. Then it was Chase Briscoe's. And, yeah, it, it's just – it's been so great to see it. And it's not something we've seen in a long time. I mean, last year with Larson just dominating everything. The year before with Harvick with his nine wins and Hamlin. A couple years ago we had the quote-unquote big three where – those three guys won all the races. It seemed like, like we've definitely at least to start this season seen the full, the full bag and gotten everyone, you know, it's been great to see. Well, so you said it, Chase Briscoe was the winner of last week's race and he was the 200th winner in NASCAR history and the fourth winner again of this uh, beginning of the season, just, just good stuff all around from from Chase Briscoe. Uh, him and, like you said, Blaney were the two top dogs the entire day, leading almost the whole entire race, to be honest with you. Uh, let's see, Blaney had 143 laps led. Briscoe had 101 laps led. The next closest guy was Chase Elliott with 50, so uh, good call on your, on your Blaney. We'll obviously give you the corner later for him as it's coming up to Vegas. But, I mean, again, really good race for him. Really good race for Briscoe, and we had touted it a little bit here and there that these guys were probably going to rise to the top before too long, and and here they are. It definitely wasn't long, and shout out to our man, Pauly E. <laughs> he finally cashed himself a Briscoe ticket. Finally, and he even he, he even thought he'd forgot to bet it and then realized, realized that he did bet it. He got the nice surprise. I think he had 35 to 1. So Well, I think he bet it like three different times, didn't he? I, oh, that's he, right. Yeah, he did say he yeah. bet it a couple times because he didn't realize. Yeah, <laughs> so he cashed in big time. So I'm glad he finally got that. He, he's been on Briscoe for a while. So yeah, he's glad he finally him. got to cash one of those. That was good to see. <laughs> loved him some Briscoe, man. Every week it was always like, I'm throwing in my Chase Briscoe ticket, guys. I'm throwing in my Chase. And we were like, okay, go ahead. I mean... I don't. I know you don't like money, but 
Uh, this yep, time he exactly. did thirty-five to one. That that's that's a hell of an odd to get uh, for Briscoe. So congratulations yep. to Chase Briscoe. And, and we saw it again, <laughs> like we talked about last week. Another long shot winner, like it, you know. And it's not just on the super speedways. Obviously, those are the places where usually you you get the long shot winners, but just a you know on a regular mile track and another long shot winner. So I mean you. I think you're just going to have to keep going with the strategy of playing some of these longer shots every week because if you get the right one, it's going to be a nice little payday for you. Well, just look at the top four. I mean, alone. Chase Briscoe, obviously race winner. Ross Chastain, right? Number one, the, the track out, or the, yeah, you're coming in. Tyler Reddick, Ryan Blaney. Like, those top four are not your normal top four in a NASCAR race in any season other than this season. Yeah, exactly. And I mean... You look at the laps led for the season. You look at the standings for the season. It's all guys that aren't your normal cast of characters, and it's so great to see it. I, I am enjoying it so much. Uh, we definitely are all enjoying it so much. All right, I'm I'm gonna pull up. Dare I? Dare I do it? Our bets from last week, just to go over them. Uh, we had, let's see, you had Sam Mayer to win. The uh, Xfinity race, correct? At plus eighteen. I did. Yep, missed yeah. that one. His teammate got it, but I thought, man, he just he keeps shooting himself in the foot. He had a couple. I think he was speeding on pit road twice, so he just some few mistakes he's got to work out. But I think he's going to head there soon. That was a tough one. I had Ty Gibbs to win. That didn't work out for me either. In fact, he didn't even come anywhere near. I mean, the guy. Yeah, he he yeah. kind of looked off. I I don't know what the deal was there. Right, well, I bet I, I I chose to bet him. That's that's <laughs> the what rod happened. jinx. The rod <laughs> jinx is in full effect. Yeah, this feel free to fade any of my picks. By the way, uh, <laughs> all right. So now we move over to the cup race. Uh, I had Briscoe at a top ten, which obviously worked out. Yeah, that that was uh, pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, plus one eighty five for a top ten. That's not that's those odds are hard to get for a top ten. Yeah, exactly, and he didn't even have to sweat it at all because he he cleared you by nine spots. So sure did, and was in the lead most of the time anyway. Yeah, so you know exactly. Uh, all right, you had Amic- Eric Almirola over Ross Chastain, as we just uh, touched on earlier. That yep, one didn't, that didn't hit. go so well. <laughs> and Almirola, I mean, he finished twelfth. It wasn't like he yeah, had that bad of a day. I felt like my logic was pretty good, but uh, yeah, I mean, Chastain. Props to him. He just surprised me. I, I thought coming off. The week before where he performed so well that we would maybe see a little fall off and we didn't. So uh, I think he's definitely asserted himself as someone you need to keep an eye on for sure. Uh, we'll probably talk about that more in a bit. But yeah, he uh, he showed up to play. So Eric Almarola failed to get his first top 10 of the season. So whatever. But <laughs> That's right. I mean, there's a long, long season. Uh, all right. I had Joey Logano over Martin Truex Jr. And... Up until uh, the last couple of uh, laps of the race when Truex actually got himself out on a really tough-looking wreck, uh, I don't know. I, I was almost sweating that one a little bit. Yeah, Toyotas, again, didn't look that great this weekend back to after after they looked so good last week. But Truex was doing pretty decent. I mean, not like we'd seen him race there last year, but he was looking all right. But, yeah, obviously the wreck, uh, easy Easy cash on the Logano ticket there. Yep, and you had an easy cash on this next one where you had Harvick over Keselowski and Harvick in the top 10, which both cashed. Man, Keselowski, if I can keep finding things like this, <laughs> not so much on the super speedway races, but on these shorter tracks and road courses especially coming up, 
he's just he's really struggling with this car and this new team. I, yeah, so I'm gonna keep fading him while I can. Obviously, I haven't been that big on Harvick, but we said it how many times last week? 17 top tens in a row, and look at that. Now it's 18. He ties Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty's record for most consecutive top tens at a single track. So that's nine seasons in a row. They go there twice a year. <laughs> nine seasons in a row, and he's finished in the top ten every single race. It's it's insane, but the guy just knows his way around there. And I was, man, I was starting to feel good about that. I think I had him at like 20, 20 to one or twenty five to one. Got that late race caution, and he was up there. I'm like, oh boy, put on those closer shoes. Let's do it, buddy. But he didn't get it there. It was good to see Briscoe win. But yeah, those those two were pretty easy. The top ten one. I mean, you only pay juice if you lose. They say so. It was juiced up a little. Not even that crazy, really, for him. But. Uh, yeah, it was easy, easy cash there. So that was nice. We had pretty good weekend. Uh, I felt good going into the weekend too. So yeah, that one was, was a good one. Was good. Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed. And, and, and in fact, the funny thing about it is that Harvick, you, uh, he fought his way back. He was down so many times in that race. It felt like he was finding his way back up to, you know, the top 10 and then the, the top 15 when he was down again and to, to end up sixth. I mean, that's that's just a testament to how well Harvick gets around that track and just the resiliency. And I, I don't think it's too long before we see him come around and maybe even take a checkered flag home sooner rather than later. Obviously, like I said, it wasn't last week. I had him to win, uh, which was not the, the right call. Uh, you said it, too, when we were talking about things offline. We, we haven't picked too many race winners yet, but again... How how can we at this point with some of the guys that have won, like a Briscoe, you know, these guys, how can we call these? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're just throwing darts at a board at this point and, and hoping you hit. And, you know, like Paulie, if you had him, great. That's awesome. You know, congratulations. And just keep trying that strategy because at this point, it seems like it's so random which one you're going to be able to hit. And I mean... We, you know, we made the case for him to get the top 10 last week, and we really liked that, but I did not see him being up front like that, leading like he did and being able to – and, I mean, on those – I think it was two – was it two restarts at the end they had to do? He held him off both times. I mean, for a younger guy that's not been in that situation a lot, that's that's tough to do, and you've seen so many guys lose that that first win that so many times in that situation where a veteran kind of snags it from him, and he did a great job. So, yeah, I mean – yeah, but even though, you know, even though we haven't hit a winner yet, we got some coming for sure. And as long as we're hitting a lot of these other bets, you know, the winner is, is kind of the hardest one to predict. These head-to-heads are, we don't always hit them, obviously, but they're a lot easier as far as you can put more data behind them and, and build more of a case. And you don't have to beat the entire field. You only have to beat that one other guy, which, you know, makes it obviously that much easier. So Turns into a more fun bet. In that too, yeah. Yeah, because one guy gets out front dominating and, you know, okay. <laughs> you know, you could pay attention to, oh, he's in 10th. Oh, he's in 11th. I'm always doing that. Like, oh, I just need him to get around that one guy. <laughs> Come on, buddy. So to put a bow on yours, we are going to, let's see, you had Logano to win and Bell to win. Uh, Joey came close for you a couple times, but ultimately did not get that done. But again, we talked about race winners. It just... It, these are the ones that we're, we're going to give you race winners, obviously, because that's just the nature of the game and sometimes the biggest payouts. But uh, like, like, you know, like Cody said, it, it's more fun, I think, to bet some of these outliers, especially head to heads and top manufacturers and just some of the other bets that we give out. So 
again, keep your ear open for those. It, it, you know, we give you some fun bets. We're trying to make this fun. NASCAR is not only fun to watch, but it's fun to bet. So we're going to continue to do that. So last time through the top 10, uh, Chase Briscoe obviously wins. Chastain in second. Tyler Reddick in third. Ryan Blaney in fourth. Kurt Busch in fifth. Kevin Harvick in sixth. Kyle Busch in seventh. Logano eight. Daniel Suarez bringing that 99 car home in ninth. And then Chris Buescher in tenth. <laughs> He's one to watch too. Agreed. Yeah, he he seems to have figured out that equipment uh, a little better than Keselowski. Maybe his his time being at that team for a while has helped him a little. But yeah, he's he's kind of been impressive for, especially when you compare him to Keselowski. When you kind of would have thought maybe Keselowski coming in as the boss is going to get the the better equipment. But eh, that's a good sign of a good leader. Then just giving up the good car. Just just let the guy that you know that's going to grow a little bit more. You you got your time is almost done. I know you probably exactly. want the best equipment, but let the guy have it. Uh, actually, only three three cars officially out. Uh, obviously, Kyle Larson was the favorite heading in, as he always was, uh, as he is again this week. We won't bury the lead. but uh, So Kyle Larson, Truex, and Corey LaJoy, uh, who all three ended up out of this race. Uh, I don't know. Thoughts on Larson? Yeah, I mean, interesting to see. The Hendrick have engine issues. Obviously, they seem to have some of the best engines in the in the uh, series, but it happens. I mean, you can't really. There's not much you can do about mechanical failure. So, is what it is. I mean, he's he's so tough to figure out what's going on. I mean, some of these races, he's been up front the whole time. Some of them, he's kind of lurked back, but then he's been there at the end, and it's it's been difficult so far with him. But I, I mean, I wouldn't be too worried going forward we'll, we'll talk about him a little bit here coming up and and maybe not so much this weekend but going forward back at the quote-unquote regular tracks i he's gonna remain the favorite and, and for a good reason he's still the best driver out there can't really argue with you on that one all right we're gonna step away take our first pit stop come back and we're gonna set up new on new <laughs> We're going to talk about the Atlanta Motor Speedway or Super whatever. We're going to talk about Atlanta when we come back from our pit stop. <laughs> Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and coming soon to Louisiana. Bring in the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. As always, you get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. So get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and so much more. And right now, WinBet is offering a Bet the Underdog special. You will receive a $25 free bet for every $50 that you win wagering on dogs greater than plus 300. That's a free $25 bet on top of your winnings. So you wager at least 500 in the first and second rounds of the tournament will earn one entry into a drawing for a trip to win Las Vegas. Get in on that offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. SGPN is giving away $3,000 in the Ultimate March Madness Handicapping Contest. It's the DJ and Dance. Start March Madness with 10,000 credits. Use them to bet on your favorite March Madness bets, and whoever has the most credits when the March Madness ends wins $2,500 for first 
500 for second and it is exclusively in the SGPN app. Are you looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie every day? March Madness games are being played. We're giving away a hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merch madness to enter that sportsgambling.com slash merch madness. Spring is fr- sprung. Spring has sprung. <laughs> Our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your pants. Trust me, your confidence will be blooming like the flowers this upcoming spring. It's time to clear out that winter bush and join the other 4 million men who trusted Manscaped. So go use that promo code SGP to get 20% off free shipping and merchandise at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Much like the track at the Atlanta Motor Speedway has been upgraded. I mean, I don't know. Can we call it upgraded, Cody? I know it's been repaved, which is what everybody is asking for, but... What are we? Are well, we thinking it's an change? <laughs> and we'll find out if it's upgraded this weekend. I guess <laughs> it was funny when you said uh, going into the break. There, you said Super Speedway. I like to scribble down some notes before the show, and I, I literally wrote Atlanta Super Speedway question mark <laughs> because is that what this is? <laughs> Nobody knows it. Yeah. So I mean, they repaved the track. They uh, made the banking higher in the corner. They're trying to go for the Daytona Talladega type of feel with the mile and a half track instead of the two plus mile track. So <laughs> we'll see. This track is uh, a lot skinnier in the corners <laughs> than Daytona and Talladega. So it's going to be real interesting. I mean, they're running the super speedway package. It's the same less horsepower, uh, the the 510 horsepower instead of the 670 they're running the the seven inch spoiler instead of the four inch that they've been running on these shorter tracks. So I mean, it's it's the Daytona Talladega package. The betting lines reflect this being uh, a super speedway type of race. From the driver interviews, that's the thing too is like not really anybody's been on this track. They did a tire test uh, this off season, but like it was Justin Allgaier driving a Cup car. He's a full time Xfinity driver, so. I don't know. I mean, these guys have been practicing on iRacing and stuff like that, but it's going to be really interesting to, to see how how this works. So uh, they said it was almost a full second difference when you had three cars kind of linked up together in their simulations. So that's going to lead you to believe that drafting is going to make a huge difference here, which then, you know, is it is it three car drafts? Is it? Pack drafting like we see at Daytona and Talladega on this much of a smaller track. <laughs> well, to I, your yeah. to your point though, really, again, they they did they made the banking they sw- uh, switched out from twenty four to twenty eight in or twenty eight degree banking. So, which is yeah. a pretty big change. It doesn't sound like that much, but that's a lot. <laughs> four degrees when it comes to banking on a track like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Four degrees of banking. They they made the track short or not even shorter. They, they, uh, what do they, they squeeze it in? 
you widen it and then you yeah narrow they made, narrow. They made it more narrow yeah, thank yeah. you see <laughs> you know the english language at least yeah they narrowed the track finally they, they took it from what was it uh 52 to 40 something like that it, yeah. yeah it was 55 foot wide in the in the corners and now it's 40 so yeah. so and they're also implementing the double yellow line rule which is a super speedway rule which basically means the line at the bottom of the track Obviously, we saw last week at Phoenix, you could go 15 car lengths under that, and that's not a big deal at the super speedways and now here at Atlanta. Yeah, but here's the thing, too, and and you said it, and everybody's been saying it. You read it all over the place. Everybody just keeps saying, we don't know what to expect. All these veteran drivers, all the interviews that you ever see on this, and even Kevin Harvick was like, I don't even want to comment. Like I, I don't even want to put my two cents in on this track, and the dude's owned this track, and he himself doesn't even want to weigh in on what all this is going to do to racing in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, and I think that's just, the, I mean, why, why say anything about it when you have no idea? He, uh, he doesn't, it, it's something totally different. We've seen some of these tracks be repaved. Atlanta has been repaved in the past, but it's still the same track just with new, you know, surface. Now it's a new surface. It's a new dimensions. It's new, everything, new packages, new, but, their goal in building this was to become a super speedway. The rules seem to be that way. The betting lines are that way. That's how I'm treating it. I'm not really looking at past Atlanta experience going into this race. That could be a mistake. I mean, this is going to be one of those. <laughs> this is one of those races like Daytona we talked about earlier this year. Go a little bit lighter because it's going to be very unexpected. Yes, we can make a case for somebody to beat someone else, and there's a good chance they do that. But on lap three, if we're all going into the corner at 180 and, you know, we're two inches apart from each other and we touch and there's a big one, then, yeah, you know, somebody might get caught up in it that should have had a good day and we don't get that chance. But obviously, you know, like last week, there was only three three incidences. I, I think that uh, we're going to have a lot more this week. So if you see at any point and over on caution flags, I would probably just take it, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're putting, I have a feeling it could get messy. Yeah. You're putting, you're putting super speedway racing on a mile shorter track. Just, it is, it's a mile shorter. You know, most of the super speedways are about two and a half miles. This one is one and a half. So there's, you're, you're going to be trying to accomplish what you accomplish. Cause they even, they shorten the front stretch. So, Again, like this is this is a miniature super speedway race, and so uh, it's like you took the best of what you could do on on a big football field and and shrunk it down into an indoor football field uh, setting. So we're 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 watching indoor indoor NASCAR racing, I guess, if you want to make an uh, <laughs> a comparison. Yeah, and it's uh, I mean, again, we don't know what to expect, but I think it's going to be fun. I, I think it's going to be exciting race. I think there's going to be a lot of action. I think it's going to be constant learning and seeing who adapts and figures out what the best way is. And I mean, you want to talk about level playing field with the car, how about level playing field with nobody's ever been here or done this before at this place. I mean, everybody is starting from the same point. So that, I mean, Joey Logano was talking about, I heard him earlier this week talking about, they don't even know week to week how to set their car up for these mile and a half tracks that they've been doing it for, for years because these cars are so different now you're going to throw in all this newness together who knows what to do so and they're supposed to have extended practice on friday which will be something to keep an eye on but there's also an 80 percent chance of rain on friday so <laughs> what are the chances practice gets rained out uh, you know i mean 
I think NASCAR is going to want to get them out there for some time on the track. So they'll probably try to squeeze it in Saturday, but I believe trucks and Xfinity both race Saturday. There might not be a lot of time, so it's going to be interesting and it'll be interesting. I mean, well, obviously we will see the truck race and the Xfinity race before the cup race. So we'll learn some about the racing from that. But again, with these cars and these packages, I don't know how much you're going to be able to translate from Saturday and those two races to Sunday. So it's all a big unknown, but I am super excited because I think it's going to be an incredible race. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and it might be full of chaos, which, you know, can be fun sometimes. Bring on the chaos. Yeah. And, you know, when you when you look at what these guys have gone through so far this season and just to be able to really come out the other end, still happy. I, I don't know that I've heard really anybody complain. So uh, I'm pretty excited that these guys have all given this a shot, at least a fair shot, and, and are, are actually competing every week without griping because these are the changes that they were asking for for years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I mean, other than you get Kyle Busch making comments like we buy these cars at Walmart, but yeah. he was just pissed off he didn't win that race, I think. But overall, it seems like, I mean, these guys like it, and it's definitely challenging. I mean, you look at a guy like Denny Hamlin, was part of that big three a few years ago winning races and and has dominated the last couple of seasons and he has had an absolute just shit year so far he has not done anything and uh, i mean some somebody like him who's been such a big name for so long and done so well to see him start the season like that and have all these struggles it shows you you know how, how much different this is and, and how tough these cars are to drive Sure are. Uh, speaking of cars and driving, we'll wrap up our Atlanta preview. Uh, obviously, look, we know the reason that Kyle Larson is the favorite in this is because he was the last person to win at this race. Why? Because he won the championship last season at this track on this, uh, not necessarily on this race, but definitely on this track. So, uh, again, just like he did all of pretty much last of the year, he won at a track, so that meant that uh, he is still the favorite going into this. But, as we've said before, uh, this is a brand new game. So his his finishing win is at plus 1,000 right now on DraftKings. Uh, but surprisingly, another favorite, Cody, is your man, Ryan Blaney. <laughs> We'll get we'll, guy, Ryan Blaney. We'll, we'll touch on him well. in a second, but it's crazy to see his name right alongside Kyle Larson. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I think you'll see why when we get to it here in a few. I mean, I, I'm last week. It's funny because I said I wasn't that big on him last week in Phoenix, and then he goes and dominates the first half of the race, and I'm like, oh boy, I'm gonna have some fun on the podcast this week. <laughs> again, the bad luck strikes, but yeah, I think you'll see in a few why he is co-favorites with Larson because not only has he been good at this track with super speedway history and everything. He's, he definitely should be. He, he deserves the favorite favoriteness. All right. Well, we'll get to your Ryan Blaney corner, and we'll also set up the betting favorites and our bets uh, after our next pit stop. And uh, speaking of people that are good on tracks, horses are good on tracks. And there are obviously never enough things to gamble on when you can find yourself gambling on horse racing because it is the one sport that runs 365 days a year and the best part. Now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel. It's a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stables, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. You can win as much as 25 
thousand dollars with just one entry if you don't know anything about horses don't worry the app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy it's free to download at stableduel.com multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly attracts all over the United States. So get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you, or you can play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app, and we can compare our own stats. So download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. We'll see you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. As always, we're brought to you by PropSwap. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. March Madness is here, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. Every season, prop swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on prop swap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself, like Zach, my man Zach from California, purchased a Tennessee championship ticket on prop swap at 40 to 1 odds, while the sports books are only offering them at 25 to 1 odds. Now is the time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are high and cash out on prop swap when the tourney starts. Cinderella Cinderella stories happen every year, so don't miss your shot. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. It's got fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales, and of course, those red hot tickets for sale. You get a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and more importantly, a first deposit cash match. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit. PropSwap's going to match that up to 5 Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Speaking of sports bets, the reason we are here, Cody, is to give all of our loyal listeners, which, by the way, again, again, I thank you guys. I'm going to do it every week, but... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the second to thank all of you guys making this show grow. It's so amazing to watch these numbers climb. So amazing to know that you guys are spending every week listening to us. Hopefully you're making some money, but uh, why don't you leave us a, a review? A uh, little, little review will go a long way in telling us how we're doing and, and, and keeping me honest. And uh, more importantly, letting everybody know that Cody's the real wheel, uh, real man in this, in this job. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. And I mean, with the promo that SGP is running right now too, uh, if you, you know, you leave review and submit it on the link, uh, you can enter to win a free hoodie. They're giving away a free hoodie every day that March Madness games are on. So it's a lot of free hoodies. So hoodies is yeah, nice leave too. yeah, leave a review. I, I think you can do it on Apple. You can do it on Spotify. You can do it multiple places to get entered and every, everywhere you can get your podcast, leave it. It helps us out a lot. And then, Hopefully you can get some free swag too. So Heck yeah, sport win, win for SGP everybody. Hoodie. Yeah, I love my SGP hoodie. I wear it probably too much. It may fall apart because I, I show it a lot of love. Yeah, I'm gonna need a new one soon because it's <laughs> <laughs> mine's getting pretty worn. <laughs> uh, well, maybe we can buy some and support our own company with some of the winnings that we take home from this Atlanta Motor Super Speedway uh, <laughs> race this week. It's the Folds of Honor Quip. Quick Trip 500, uh, which, a quick aside, I want to say that this this race every year kind of means a lot to me, just just from my background, knowing that uh, I am in the military, I, I have uh, participated in Honor Guard services, and uh, been able to not only play taps, but present the flag 
to families of the fallen. And, uh, you know, every, every year this race, I, I kind of take a little more ownership over it than, than other races. So uh, I always love to see what NASCAR does. And I, I love to see the way they pay tribute. So uh, as a service member, as somebody as part of the honor guard, I, I actually truly appreciate it and, uh, and really look forward to this race every season. So, yeah, sorry. same here. Folds of honor is a great, great, uh, organization. And yeah, I also was in the service and, uh, did the same thing. And that's just such a heartbreaking moment when you're, when you're handing over that flag and you're participating in that type of service. And so, yeah, it's great to see NASCAR does to get behind this and, and what that organization does. So definitely a great thing. Definitely a great thing and a chance for you to take home some cash. So let us get set up with our bets for the weekend. Cody, to you first, you're just diving right into, you know what, let, let's do mine then. Let, well, yeah, let, yeah, let's yeah. go with yours. Let's go with mine. You're just diving right into the, you just want to get to the good stuff. I, got, I, I feel, man, I feel good again. This I got, again, we don't know what's going to happen. could be crazy, but there's a few things I like this week, so. Well, yeah. okay. Well, let's start. Let's let's start with you for once. One thing I like is Zane Smith to win the truck race this weekend. They haven't raced in a couple of weeks, and the last few times Zane Smith has been up there. Unfortunately, he got disqualified from the last race that he ran uh, due to some inspection errors that he had after the race. Uh, of course, he didn't win it anyways. But he was up there. He was in the top couple. He, I think he was second in that race. Uh, and and a couple of weeks before Daytona, again another top three. So the guy's been knocking at the door. I have a feeling that this is another super speedway opportunity for him to to try to get closer again to taking his first truck race home uh, of the season. So he won at Daytona, I think. That's right, he? he did. That's right. Yes. See, so which is actually all the more reason to take him here because if we're going to another super speedway race, then uh, yeah. <laughs> and Zane Smith's not even the favorite. He's at plus twelve hundred to win. Like he's he's down there a little bit. So uh, grab that value while you can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't hate this at all. I mean, obviously, he proved at Daytona he can win these races, so no reason not to take him. I I like it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't put anything on here for Trucks or Xfinity this week. Xfinity's been so tough, man. There's so many good, and even with the trucks we've seen. But yeah, I mean, again, I'm going to sprinkle on a few super long shots in both of these series because if it is a super speedway style like we think it's going to be, literally anybody can win, and we've seen it over and over and over so yeah i mean definitely i agree with you smith is he's my favorite of of the favorites so i mean you got john hunter is that plus 500 that's just that's silly if you're going with super speedway type of racing plus 500 and he's been okay at super speedways but he's not even been that great so yeah you're getting massive value at, at plus 1200 so i really like it yes i i do good sometimes so uh, all right, but you do better, Cody. Let's set your first bet up. This is at, this is in the Cup Series uh, race. All right, jumping straight to Sunday. Uh, DraftKings has Harrison Burton over Cole Custer at minus 110. Um, there's not a lot to – obviously, Burton is a rookie this year, so not a ton to take from as far as obviously he's not raced a bunch in the Cup Series. But he looked really good in the Daytona 500, obviously – he got dumped there with uh, by Kozlowski while he was, I think he was leading or he was at least up, up towards the front, ended up flipping and all that. But he showed that he could be up there. He's got uh, four top tens and four starts at Daytona in the Xfinity series. Uh, two top tens in at Talladega. 
So he's, I mean, he, he's proved that he, he can be up there uh, with guys. And Cole Custer has been not so great. <laughs> he's he's started 12 super speedway races in the cup series. And he's only got two top tens in those 12, an average finish of like 22nd place. So he just hasn't really proved much. Also, which we'll touch on more later, I'm big on Penske again this week. As Penske has just shown time and time again their abilities on the super speedways. Burton drives for the Wood Brothers, but it's a Penske satellite slash affiliate team. So it's basically Penske's fourth car. So, I yeah, I, I think that Burton over Custer seems like kind of a mismatch to me. And more times than not, I think Burton should uh, come up with that. Yeah, and Burton's just been, he's got bad luck. I, again, it's one of those, the, the rookies in this class, I feel like, have had probably the worst luck I've seen in a long time. Uh, again, not only are they learning a new car, but it just feels like they get caught up in, in the wrong situations at the wrong time. And, and yeah, I mean, Burton's, Burton's a talented guy. We, we've seen him run up top, but, uh, again, he's just running into some bad luck. So, uh, yep. All right. I'm going to move on to my next bet, which is Chase Briscoe inside the top three. And why not? Because you're picking a guy with a little bit of momentum behind him coming off of that win. Yes, in Las Vegas, he didn't do very well. Yes, in Fontana, he didn't do very, finish very well. Let's put it that way. Uh, but in Daytona, he had a third-place finish. And if we're talking about super speedway racing on a mile-and-a-half track, uh, the last time they did anything similar uh, Briscoe ran up top again and finished inside the top three. I have a feeling that he can replicate that because, again, he's found himself in the right positions at the right time to do the right thing. And for Chase Briscoe to to be, have a top three in this race, uh, I have a feeling that he's going to try to keep that 14 car clean again and run it to the top. So if he doesn't win, I, I at least see him having a top three. Yeah, I... I think this is a good one. You're getting good value. I mean, obviously you hit on him with the top 10 last week and he scored that easily. Again, like you said, in the 500, he was right there at the end with a chance to win that race. He's coming off the momentum of winning last week. He's a younger driver that hasn't been around a long time, but he's a little bit older for a younger driver. He's two years older than Chase Elliott, I think, who was a champion two years ago. So even though he's a quote unquote younger driver, He's still a little bit older, has the experience, and I think he's going to be able to carry over that momentum. Stuart Haas has been somewhat impressive. Uh, Harvick kind of struggled in some of the races up until last week, but Almarola was in the top 10, obviously for the 500 as well, a couple other top 10. So they've proven they can hang up there. Ford, I still think, seems to have the advantage over everyone else. Um, so, yeah, I like it. Plus 500, by the way, is what that's come in at uh, on DraftKings if you yeah, find which is, it. So. Yeah, a yeah. great value, too. It is, it is. Uh, all right, let's move on to your next bet. Uh, hold on, should I should I cue this up right now? Is this is it time? You might as well. I is mean, it time? It's pretty, pretty much the rest of the show is going to be time, all but right, let's go. just go for it. Now time for Ryan Blaney Corner with Cody Zeeb. All right, we're back on the bandwagon this week, going all in on Blaney. Uh Blaney is matched up head to head with Kyle Larson at minus 115 on DraftKings. Uh, if we're treating this like a super speedway race, which I am, this has got to be the most mispriced matchup I've ever seen in my life. 
I don't understand, Rod. Larson is the best driver possibly in the world, definitely in North America right now. But he cannot figure out the super speedways, okay? He sucks at him, man. He just and I don't think it's going to be that way forever. I think that he will figure it out eventually and when he does watch out because we've seen what he can do when he figures stuff out. But he's not that good at him. He he just yeah, he he's not. Uh Blaney's beat him four of the last five races at Daytona. Uh, Larson finished 37th, 40th, and 39th in his last three races at Talladega. Uh, if you want to look at past Atlanta races, we could do that because Blaney beat him both times in Atlanta last year, winning one of the races. So everything in here just tells me we have to t- take Ryan Blaney here. I mean, again, if it is a super speedway type of race, he could get caught up in something. Larson could finish ahead of him, but if he's able to do what he's always been able to do at these super speedways for the most part, this is just a lopsided matchup. And I understand that, you know, on the surface, a lot of people might be like, well, just take a Larson on every head to head because he's so good. But if we're treating this like a super speedway, which again, everything points in that direction, the package, what the drivers have said, what their goal was when they made this track, the to win lines on on the books, everything points at super speedways. Blaney is a million times better than Larson at super speedways. I would bet this at Daytona and Talladega all day and night, every race if it's available. And I'm gonna smash it here. This is by far my favorite bet of the weekend. I mean, again, I know that uh, uh, Larson is winning all the time and everywhere, and and just you know. Uh, I, I, did I say that he won the championship? I. <laughs> this goes to show that my computer is not the only thing that's been slow lately. Larson did not win the championship on that track. He won in Phoenix last week. I'm a week behind everybody. Yeah. Uh, well, the time Phoenix. change. The time change has affected me in ways that you can't even imagine. I'm time warped. Uh, Phoenix, Atlanta, they're both south, right? Whatever, they're all over the place. <laughs> anyways, uh, but yeah, so anyways, Larson wins all everywhere, but you're right. He, he just has trouble on the high-banked uh, and, and, I guess, pack racing uh, type of track. So, yeah, I mean, again, I, look, my hatred for Ryan Blaney is, is over. I do like him now. Uh, so you have, you have done nothing Welcome short of beating me into Blaney it. Side. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll take it. And that, of course, was Ryan Blaney corner with Cody Z. But we're not done because it's a, I got the whole rest of yeah. the thing to go. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll move on to yours, then we'll go back. Yeah, well, yeah exactly, we will. Uh, all right, listen, so here's the thing. I'm going to contradict you, and that's just because I love to contradict you anymore. Uh, <laughs> where I've got, as my bet, a winning car under 8.5. That's coming in at plus 240. Those are pretty good odds for a winning car. When you look at the cars that are under 8.5, you got guys like Tyler Reddick, Corey LaJoy, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Larson, Kevin Harvick, Austin Dillon, Austin Sindrick, and Ross Chastain. All of these guys have proven at some point or another they can run up front. Uh, Kevin Harvick pretty much owns Atlanta uh, like he owns every other track. Dude has had three wins on this track. He won his first race that he ever raced on the track. I know we're not going by past stats on here, but like Harvick has ripped off, you know, a, a number of top ten finishes over the last few years. Uh, I won't bore you with all the numbers, but just know that Kevin Harvick is is dominant on this track, and he is under eight and a half as far as his number, his car number. I wouldn't count Tyler Reddick out. A couple of top fives. 
uh, Brad Keselowski, the the bulldozer formerly known as, is in there. So yeah, I mean a lot of good cars in the mix. And if Kyle Larson does squeak out a win, then then you've got a, a good margin there. But that's like eight different cars that you can uh, choose to win. So if I'm going to get plus two forty on any one of those cars to win, why the heck not? Yeah, I, I mean obviously you limit yourself to eight cars, but at the same time you're getting eight different cars that could win. So that really expands your options. And I mean, that we have every number one through eight. So it is eight different cars. Austin Sender just won the 500 Brad Kozlowski. We just talked about how he's been amazing. at at super speedways. Kevin Harvick. He's always up in the mix. Even Corey LaJoy is sneaky good at, at staying clean and being up in the front towards the front at the end of these uh, super speedway races. So, yeah, it's good value at plus 240. Uh, I mean, obviously, when Ryan Blaney wins, you're not going to cash. But, you know, in case he doesn't, it's there for you. Hey, we got we said expect the unexpected, right? So this is a way to hedge. Exactly. And again, anyone can win. So giving me eight different cars there. I'm giving you eight uh, options. Yeah, exactly. You can you can bet your well, we'll save that. But yeah. Give me, give me eight more cars, and then I'll still bet on yours. But uh, all right, let's move on to your next one because I think we know what it entails. Okay, well, uh, big surprise, Ryan Blaney's involved in this one. <laughs> uh, but no, this is uh, Penske to win at plus four fifty. So kind of similar lines to you, where I wanted multiple cars as an option. Mine's only three, yours is eight, so you get a little bit more at you getting up to plus four fifty, but. Penske has been so good at these types of tracks. I mean, we just talked about Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano. He's got four super speedway wins. He's been great. Brad Keselowski won six times in Penske equipment at, at super speedways. Cindric just won the Daytona 500. Ryan Blaney was, had Cindric not been the leader, Ryan Blaney probably would have won the Daytona 500 because he didn't make as aggressive as a move as he, as he could have because it was his teammate. I think, so you're giving me all three of those cars that are going to be top-notch. Penske's proven they're good. Fords have looked good. They've been good on super speedways, plus 450. I think you're getting good value there. Blaney gets caught up in something early. You still have Logano. You still have Cindric. So I like it. See, and this is one of the instances where if you're not necessarily used to betting on nascar these types of bets are the ones that we're trying to get you to have a little more fun playing because they do kind of give you more to cheer for than just one car uh you know you get a whole team you get a whole slew of numbers you get a whole range of cars fords chevy manufacturers dig in don't just bet on the race winner because then you're just gonna more often than not especially if you were wrong all four of these races before because four different winners have won and i don't know that anybody really uh other than our boy paulie e uh, predicted many of these winners so you know get get used to betting some of these other uh various bets that we give you because you'll have a lot more fun and you'll be cheering for a lot more guys too and if one guy wrecks out it does not ruin your entire day so uh, yeah and i mean it's it's like betting uh money line basketball play at plus 450 yeah good chance it doesn't happen but there's still a good chance that it could happen and you're going to get paid when it does and it gives you so much more to root for i mean we get down to the end of the race and it's side by side you got the 23 in the top line and then you have the one and the four in the bottom line and you're going to be standing up yelling at the tv come on bottom line because you got your two num under number eight and a halfs there 
it, it just it makes it so much more fun. And again, with the winners being so hard to predict right now, yes, you're still going to bet on some, and it's going to be great when you are Paulie and you hit 35 to one on Briscoe, but you're not going to hit it every week. So we're trying to give you some other stuff that you are going to hit, and uh, yeah, and keep it more fun and keep keep giving you winners. So. Here's our weekly pitch to join the Slack channel. You would know exactly what we're talking about with our Poly E bets uh, if you were part of that Slack channel because uh, I guarantee you right now that <laughs> we all knew as soon as Briscoe was up front leading that uh, everybody was was cheering for old Poly E. So, yep. Well, and we got you know we got guys sweating out bets together. A few of us were on Harvick, you know, and Harvick top tens, and we're all in there cheering together or pulling for. Oh, we need a caution here, or oh no, that caution just cost me how much money? And Damn, it's a great time. So, uh, all right, I'm going to predict a winner as I always do, and this time I'm going first. Yay! Uh, so my winner is in keeping with my under uh, my winning car under eight and a half. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Ross Chastain. I, I'm gonna uh, this guy again. He started out the season rather forgettably. Uh, he finished dead last in Daytona finished 29th in Fontana but then but then Cody he started to improve he finished third in Las Vegas he finished second in Phoenix all of a sudden Ross Chastain in that number one car uh good old track house racing is is finding their way up front and I don't know that I can sleep on him anymore especially in that one car He, he looks good he looked solid all race long last week and I mean, I don't know. This this could be, this could be the week that Ross Chastain goes a la Briscoe and wins a race and becomes the 201st person in NASCAR history to win a race. Yeah, I mean, again, we're just throwing darts, especially if it is a super speedway. So, plus 2,500, it's a great bet. I mean, he's been hot. He's looked good. I think he's going to get a win at some point this season. So, why not this week? Yeah, I mean. He looked pretty good in the Xfinity cars last couple seasons, driving for uh, colleague at Super Speedways. So uh, he knows what he's doing, and yeah, I I have no argument against it. And you may not get better odds too, especially if he continues to do well. This may be the the last time that you can get him as semi of a long shot if he keeps uh, climbing his way back up to the top every week. Yeah, that's a very very good point. So take advantage of this plus twenty five hundred while you have it and uh yeah throw a little bit on ross chastain to win doesn't take much for you to cash out a a pretty good payday uh a la chase briscoe as we talked about so um all right and now cody's gonna wrap up his final ryan blaney bet of the weekend uh with this next bet. uh generally you don't necessarily want to bet the favorites a lot of the most favorite a lot of times uh but you're getting them a plus thousand which the way he's been driving the last few weeks, you're not going to see him even at those odds uh, very often. Uh, I'm big on Penske as a team. I'm big on Ryan Blaney, and it's for good reason. He's been so good at these types of tracks. He's been fast. They have the speed. They have the equipment. He's got the experience. There's a good chance he's going to be up front at the end, and if he's up front at the end, he's going to have friends up there, and, and he's, he's due to win here soon, and – if you end up at plus a thousand, you might as well. And then uh, I'm also going to take a long shot too, because again, as we've talked about, you're going to have to sprinkle some in there and I'll probably throw a few out there, but I really like Chris Busher is uh plus 7,000 to win over on FanDuel, which seems like a lot. I mean, 
he's not he's very hit or miss it's kind of wreckers or checkers for him at these super speedways he he's either up front at the end and in it getting close to winning or he's wrecked out early it seems like but and, and i mean obviously he's plus seven thousand for that reason but he won a dual race before the daytona 500 uh this year in that roush fenway keselowski equipment brad keselowski won the other duel so obviously those cars are fast they know what they're doing at the super speedways he's proved he can win there uh he was looking pretty good at uh, in the 500 until he got caught up in a wreck caused by brad keselowski surprise uh uh he still managed to finish 16th but he finished sixth at talladega last year so again one of those guys that can be up there in the mix uh, at the end, so a little sprinkle on plus seven thousand. Uh, I like it to you know. Hopefully, hopefully he can be that next guy that that randomly hits and uh, you know at seventy to one basically. That's I'll I'll take some of that. It's pretty good. A top ten last week again. You're you're right. It's just it, these guys that aren't we don't normally talk about on a week to week basis are starting to make headlines and starting to actually run up front for a better part of of the race so uh, if you got a guy that finished 10th last week it, it's not a bad idea to just sort of toss a little bit on him just to see where you're at because he could very easily improve on that find something in that car that he didn't know he didn't know that he had and, and run it to the front so uh yeah i mean Chris. Yeah, and, and again we've seen obviously through four races with four different winners and a couple of surprise winners really that anybody can win so if you're opening up almost the entire field to win and you've got somebody that's that's proven he can be up front at the end and and has done well in some of his races at that type that style i mean you know we, we've had long shot win on regular tracks now you're gonna throw in again the new track the new car the super speedway style you're mixing it all together yeah sprinkle some long shots i think busher is a solid one and yeah we're gonna have a party if it hits even a half unit on him at that at that price is not uh, a bad little uh, investment, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, even just quarter unit, whatever you want to do, throw a little bit on it, and, and I mean, it's going to pay big dividends if it hits. So, All right. We were told to go over our bets one more time before we wrap up the show. That way everybody gets an a understanding of where we bet. So this is for you guys keeping score at home. So get your pencils ready. Here we go. Uh, I had Zane Smith to win the trucks at plus 1,200. Cody had Burton over Custer in the cup race at minus 110. Uh, I had Briscoe as a top three finisher at plus 500. Cody had Blaney over Larson, uh, Ryan Blaney over Kyle Larson at minus 115. I had a winning car under 8.5 at plus 240. Uh, Cody had Penske to win at plus 450. I had Ross Chastain to win. Cody rounded it out with the Ryan Blaney trifecta of Chris Buescher. Uh, Cody, uh, let, let's have some fun, shall we? I think it's going to be a fun weekend. I'm excited for this one. It's going to be exciting. We don't know what to expect, and that uh, just makes it even more fun. So, yeah, some bets, make some money this weekend. Yep, let us definitely have some fun. Yes, sir. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Uh, you can find me at Husker underscore Zeeb. And also, we are now Twitter official. So the NASCAR Gambling Podcast has its own Twitter feed, which is at NASCAR Gambling. So follow us there and uh, 
Yeah, you'll see all good time. Yeah, and that's the thing. Follow us on Twitter. We we definitely want to see you. We want to talk to you. We'll we'll give you all of our Slack information too, so you can join us there as well. But uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. And of course, uh, now you can find the gambling podcast, the NASCAR gambling podcast at NASCAR Gambling. As always, it's a pleasure to bring you NASCAR action here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. For Cody, I'm Rod. Let's cash some tickets. Let's go racing. And more importantly, let it ride. <laughs>